Welcome to Covenant Church's Sermon Discussion. This conversation happens most Wednesdays on Facebook Live between me, Michelle Lichty, the Communication Director at Covenant, and the Preaching Pastor from the previous Sunday. If you haven't already, I recommend listening to the sermon before listening to our discussion. Well, good afternoon. I am Michelle Lichty, and I am here with Brentley Jordan. Hey, everybody. We're glad you're here today, and we are here to discuss the sermon from this past Sunday. I titled it, Live for the Glory of God, and based on Philippians chapter 4, verse 20. So, Brentley, how did I do with my title? Yeah, very nice. Very nice. I think that's good. Good. I like for it to um, reflect the main point that I heard when I was taking my notes. And it seemed like that, at least at the beginning of the sermon, that's what you talked about the most. Yeah, 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 definitely. And, um, you know, one I was telling Michelle before we got on, one of the things, um, you know, after you preach a sermon, you have all these thoughts and reevaluations and think, oh, I wish I had done this, right? I wish I had, you know, visited this topic. Um, so I've had a lot of that this week. And one of the things I, I wish I had taken time to, uh, to really pause with um, before Lewis and I started our conversation um, was just just to camp for a moment on the glory of God. If if this Philippians four passage, you know, Paul is ending the body of his letter, saying to our God and Father, be all glory forever and ever. Amen. Uh, just to camp for a minute on what what is it that. Uh, that all glory be given to God forever and ever, amen. And and I've just, as I've been reflecting on that uh, since Sunday, I've been brought to some of the passages in <clears throat> Isaiah and in Revelation where we get a view of the throne room mm. and we get, we get this picture of what it is in the throne room for all glory to be given to God. Um, so I wanna, I wanna read that, uh, for us just to, to think about that for a moment. You know, Isaiah gets this, this vision and he talks about these angels that were flying around and calling out to one another, holy, holy, holy is the Lord God Almighty. Um, the whole earth is full of his glory. And, and he, he goes on uh, later on to say that, that these, they're calling out day and night, forever and ever, holy, holy, holy is our Lord God Almighty. And, okay. and I, I look also at this uh, in Revelation, Revelation 19, where, where John has this vision and he sees, sees uh, the heavenly throne room and he sees this great multitude in heaven shouting, Hallelujah, salvation and glory and power belong to our God. For true and just are his judgments. And, and it, it goes on, hallelujah. And then um, the smoke, uh, oh, I'll skip that. Um, it just describes all of these incredible scenes. You know, um, a voice comes from the throne room saying, Praise our God, all you his servants, you who fear him, both great and small. Hallelujah, for the Lord Almighty reigns. Let us rejoice and be glad and give him glory. Mm. And and I think about, you know, what, what Isaiah and what John gives us a picture of is this 
there is a spiritual realm. It is real, and it is, it is right now. It has existed for all time, will exist for all time, and it exists right now. And, and there are heavenly creatures constantly surrounding uh, Christ who is throned, um, proclaiming day and night, holy, holy, holy is this God. And, mm-hmm. and it's, I, I want, you know, whenever I read about, you know, this Paul telling us to, to give, to give all glory to God or to live for the glory of God, um, just to pause and think about what his glory is, is magnificent. Mm-hmm. And, um, yeah, so, so I, I, I want to pause and just reflect on that, uh, a little bit for myself, a little bit with you, Michelle, and with, with those watching, um, yeah. That, yeah, I've enjoyed meditating on that. Yeah. I I um it's it's easy to just it's easy to say the words. Yes. All glory to God. Yes. It's easy to um to say the words and then just kind of go to the next thing. Yes. And I think it's right that we need to think about and meditate on holy holy, holy, like when we, when, when the angels, you know, the cherubim and the seraphim are saying that in the throne room, there, it, the, the threefold repetition indicates that it's, it's really, you know, it just magnifies the holiness yeah. of God. And it's hard for us to imagine that that is really reality. Like that is happening right now. I like that you said yeah. that. Like uh-huh. that is happening right now. We can't see it, mm-hmm. but we will experience it at some point. Yeah. And, yeah. And this, and the sobering question is, am mm-hmm. I, am I going to be joining in those voices mm-hmm. or not? Mm-hmm. And I mean that should that should be a question that should terrify every human being, um, and and hopefully that's one of the things that draws us into relationship with the Lord is realizing his his place on the throne. Um, but but we need to just ask the sobering question: Am I am I um, do I have a relationship with the Lord, and mm-hmm. will I end up in those voices um, proclaiming His glory or? Or am I going to be separated from that throne room for eternity? And that is, I mean, that is so sobering, um, but important to, to think about. Hmm. It really is. And I think when we take some time to meditate on it, to think about it, it mm-hmm. helps to change our perspective. Yeah. And it, you know, um, I've, you know, my Bible study in Genesis has ended. And so mm. now I'm in the Psalms and just this week and last week, actually, it's, um, it's been a lot about worship and how mm-hmm. worship, you know, worship, um, it changes our perspective. It refreshes us. It renews us yeah. for the, you know, for the coming day or for the coming week. And, um, and it's, yeah, that's just, and, and worshiping, like, is meditating on God's glory. Yeah. Yeah, and it's not, you know, I say, uh, am I going to be joining those voices one day? But to your point, as, 
as we worship now with our lifestyle, we are joining those voices now. Mm -hmm. um, so, you know, so for me to think through my daily activities, um, and, and as I think about, you know, if I pursue, um, you know, if I enter into a conversation with someone, and I'm hoping that in that conversation, I'm hoping that I leave that conversation and that person thinks, wow, Brentley really has it together and he's a really, he's a really good guy. Like, am, during, in that conversation, am I hoping that I'm gonna leave that conversation glorified, that they really think I'm something? Um, and, <laughs> and there are times where that, that's our sin nature. You, you know, we oh, wanna step yeah. away um, having been realized that we are something else. Um, yeah. But, but if, I, if I compare that to what's going on in this heavenly throne room, and I think, Brentley, what in the world? You, you are seeking glory? You're seeking what's going on in that heavenly throne room? Are you kidding me? I mean, how, <laughs> how insane, how out of perspective are you? Um, and for me to just realize in every moment, I, you know, whatever I'm doing, I want to be working for the um, glorifying the God who's sitting in that throne room receiving glory right now and am i a part of contributing to that glory am or am i a part of trying to get my own little slice of something like that mm -hmm. and when i think of it that way i just think oh how how pitiful and ridiculous are some of my own pursuits or motivations mm -hmm. oh absolutely yes and and so you know our pursuits, our careers, our families, our problems, our troubles, our trials, our, uh, you know, the, the, the situations that we face today or during the day, during this week, during COVID, it can all mm -hmm. feel so overwhelming when that's yeah. all we're looking at. Yeah. But when we stop and think about the images that God has given us of where he is right now and who he is and, yeah. and the worship he is worthy of. And the, you know, I mean, it just, yeah, it just helps us to realize God's got this. Oh yeah. And yeah, not I mean, to minimize our, not to minimize our pain. Yes. Um, but that God's got this, he's got me, he's mm -hmm. got our situation and he's at work. Yeah. Yeah, I think of two, you know, two very different moments. Um, one moment when I'm, I'm in traffic and I'm potentially going to be late for a commitment and, and I get so worked up about, I am so frustrated for being late to this, you know, late to this commitment. Mm -hmm. And, um, and in that moment, I put, um, I, I am more concerned about um, being on time to that commitment and glorifying God is no, I mean, it's nowhere near on, on my mind. But mm -hmm. what would it look like in that moment if glorifying God was more important to me than being on time and looking responsible uh, mm. to that commitment? Mm -hmm. and, and I would just, I would, I would be in that moment in a very different way if glorifying God in that moment was the mm -hmm. priority to me more than mm -hmm. let's make sure Brentley looks like he's a responsible person and gets there on time. Mm -hmm. um, and then, so I compare that. I mean, that, that's a somewhat, um, you know, uh, not real. I mean, it's somewhat a, a wimpy example 
compared to, you know, you receive news of, of an illness that you or a loved one has. Mm -hmm. um, and how can you glorify God in that moment? It, you know, that is a super painful moment. And, and it's right that that hurts. Um, and let's remember in that moment, there is a God enthroned above who is his glory is being proclaimed in, in that moment. Um, how can I respond in a way that glorifies him? How can I respond in a way that acknowledges his place as God of the universe and my place as humble creation? And, um, and I, I want to be in all of these moments um, acknowledging there is a God who deserves glory, who is enthroned above. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. And, um, and I, you know, one of the things that I've been thinking about recently, um, someone asked me, so Michelle, what fills you up? Like it, I've been feeling rather depleted lately. And yeah. so they're asking me what fills you up? And I'm like, I don't know. I, I mean, I don't know. Like, I just can't yeah. really think about that because I've got too much to do. And, um, and so I was listening to a podcast and one of the things it was talking about was this life giving list. And like, mm -hmm. you know, it's a whole spreadsheet form and, but for somehow it just, I was able to f realize like, Oh, it could be as small as taking a walk around the block. It could mm -hmm. be as small as, you know, grabbing a Frango mint out of the freezer. Hmm. It could be as big as, taking a week's vacation at my childhood vacation spot. Mm -hmm. um, so it could, it could be an, anywhere in between. And when I'm experiencing something that I consider life-giving or something that fills me up, that is the moment when I worship. Yeah. When I say, thank you, God that I have this opportunity to have this Frango mint from the freezer, which I may or may not have done right before our Facebook live. <laughs> nice. <laughs> you know, but, but taking that moment to be thankful, to, um, to worship the God who gives us good gifts. Yeah. Yeah. To acknowledge and interact with him in, in each moment. And, and that's really, you know, that's where we spent, the majority of the time in my conversation with with Lewis, you know, the two things that I, I wanted really for people to be thinking about is um, interact with God in each moment, mm -hmm. um, and 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 that's the way you're going to be more likely to live for His glory if you are interact, bringing Him in, acknowledging His presence in each moment. Um, and then the other thing that really helps us is is interacting with others um, uh, about mm -hmm. about spiritual things. Um, bringing others into the spiritual reality of uh, of these moments, and and so I mean those were the two things I really wanted to get across, or, or spent time getting across on Sunday is mm -hmm. let's interact with God in the midst of the moments, and that will help us live for His glory, um, and let's interact with others about the spiritual things of life, and that helps us live for His glory, because mm -hmm. um, it's you know we all know it's so easy to interact with people on so many different th different things and to mm -hmm. never just step a little deeper into the spiritual things of life. Um, mm -hmm. But when we do step there with people, I, I think we find ourselves um, spurred on to live with a clearer acknowledgement 
of God in each moment. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. And I really enjoyed that conversation you had with Lewis. Oh, good. He was such a good sport to, to, yes. to be with you on stage. Man, he was. And to answer those questions. I, yeah. yeah, I was like, oh, my goodness, you really are bringing him on stage. And I, I thought I would need so much time to prepare to answer those questions. Yeah. <laughs> you know, well, like there was yeah. so much in the book of Philippians. Like what was the main theme that you... Um, that resonated with you. And I'm like, uh, I don't know. <laughs> yeah. Well, and I'm so encouraged, you know, we, uh, you know, I think of, you know, we might hear sermon illustrations from, from a pastor about mm-hmm. how we are doing devotions with our family or something. And people can say, oh yeah, he's a pastor. Of course he's doing devotions with his family, um, right. which by the way, it doesn't always go that well. Um, <laughs> but to hear, so, so I love hearing from others. I mean, Lewis's example as, you know, he has this significant role as a professor at Purdue, um, but to hear him uh, grappling with scripture, integrating it into his life, um, leading these devotional times with his children, uh, studying scripture, memorizing scripture. um, I I just love seeing his example of Mm -hmm. this is, this is living life as a follower of Christ. Like this stuff has a big impact on the way I live my life. Um, That was very encouraging from him. Oh, it was so encouraging. I I really enjoyed it. I I love that he said that his kids were perfect. Oh yeah, yeah, that's good. <laughs> oh, that made me giggle. Um, yeah. But I think my favorite answer from him that I was like, oh, that is so so true, was that last question that you asked. In what ways are you living for the glory of God right now, and what role has covenant has the covenant family played in that? And he said, the more I walk with Jesus, the more I realize that my sin is so hard to identify. Yeah. I Oh, the more I realize my sin, which makes it so hard to identify where I'm living for God's glory. And I was like, oh, that's so true. Oh, yeah. That's, that's so true. Because it is. And, but, and I think even, even that statement mm-hmm. glorifies God. Yeah. Yeah. Right? Like because it acknowledges God's up there and we are so needy and less than him. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And acknowledge, you know, and acknowledging we are never ever going to live every moment for the God's glory. Yes. Yeah. And God really doesn't expect us to. Mm-hmm. However, that does not uh negate that we need to try or we need oh, to yeah. um keep refocusing. Yeah. Right? keep refocusing on his glory yeah um and 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 just acknowledge when we aren't yeah right i mean that's confession and repentance Mm -hmm. yeah and that brings glory to god i mean confession brings glory to god uh that's that's a right place to be yeah and admitting when we've been when we've done wrong when we've had Mm -hmm. the wrong attitude that mm-hmm. also brings glory to God. Yeah. yeah. Oh, goodness. Any last thoughts, Brentley, as we wrap up this book of Philippians? Oh, wow. You know, it, it's it's just been a reminder to me that um, God's word is alive and active. And as we read it and, and ponder it, um, the spirit just, I mean, the spirit begins speaking to us and and his voice becomes more clear to us. And so I just, I mean, I just encourage everyone regard the, 
to be living in God's word. Take advantage of his living and active word and mm -hmm. you will hear the spirit speak to you and instruct you and encourage you and correct you. And it is, it's beautiful. So I, I've loved mm -hmm. soaking in Philippians uh, over these past several months. I have too. I have too. And I've enjoyed having conversations with you and Rob and David and, and Andrew. Yeah. I was supposed to have a conversation with Tom. And, and he messed up the computer somehow. <laughs> yeah, we, we decided it was Zoom and Facebook. They were having an argument that day. Oh, I thought it was Tom's fault. It's not Zoom's fault. No, no, fault. Or, or it was Zoom, not yeah. Tom's fault. <laughs> but um, <laughs> yes, I mean, it's been great having these conversations about the book of Philippians. Yeah. And um, I'm looking forward to where we are going to be heading next. Yeah. Yeah. So, well, thank you, Brentley, for spending some time with me today to talk about Philippians and living for the God's glory. You bet. Thanks, Michelle. And I hope you have a great rest of your day. Thanks. You too. Thank and everyone you. else. Yes. Thanks for joining us. Yep. Bye-bye.